At times, we all feel lost in search of something more. This is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, a podcast designed to help inspire and guide you forward through everything spirituality, creativity, art, and just giving you a sense of empowerment so that you can be powerful, be magical, and be free. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today, we are welcoming Mark Menzadorian, and he is uh, an intuitive that specializes with communication with the angels and guides. And we're kind of going to be talking about angels, really what they say, and taking out the woo-woo and the practical, so that it can reach more people and actually listen to what they say and not listen to what people say about them. I think I have that correct, right? You do. Mark? Yes, indeed. <laughs> and, well said. And yeah. I think we're going to bring it into a little bit about what they've been saying and how they've been communicating with Mark about the current environment of the world right now and the things that are going on and maybe things that might be pushing a little people's buttons a little bit. So I ask you that you just keep an open mind and be nice to everybody, nice to everybody in the comments and to us as you just expand your awareness, take what works for you, leave the rest. We don't need to get into any type of conflict here. So thank you, Mark, for You're coming welcome. on today. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you. you. Really excited about this one. Good. Good. So, so let's talk a little bit to start up out with learning and hearing a little bit about you and where did you start to have this gift of connecting with angels? Is it something from you being a little boy? Is it something later on? You know, it's something more later on. I come from a naturally intuitive family. Like my grandmother saw angels when her mother died, and she would read, um, you know, tea leaves and, and such. And we're just naturally intuitive but it was all random there was uh -huh. no logic to it and then in um, 1998 I had an anxiety attack in the short version of that story um, uh, it led me to know that what I was doing wasn't working and in the short version of the story I had gone to Europe when I came back the person in care of my apartment had gone on a heroin binge and destroyed my apartment there was a negative energy there and so I kicked her out, but there was this negative energy there. And I had an anxiety attack a couple days later, but this thing was in my apartment. So I asked advice of how to get rid of it. Yeah. One of which was, which was calling an Archangel Michael. So I reclaimed my apartment, was screaming, I get the hell out of my apartment. <laughs> and then um, there was a long hallway and I was in the bedroom, in the living room. I saw the corner of my eye, this like black bear energy like this huge black thing and I threw this glass bowl I was holding down the hallway it landed perfectly in the center and the toilet flushed and it was gone so I was like well what happened what actually happened yeah you know and then the electricity had not been working I went to work it came back on so it, this got my attention and at the same time my sister was working with angels and she helped me um, to kind of start working with them. And I just noticed this relationship that built. But when, I, when I would ask for help, it would be there. Interesting. And I would wake up every morning at 444, an angel sign of like, hi, yeah. we're here. So it just started to get into conversation with them. And this is um, my shift from being a cynical person to being a hopeful person. So it wasn't interesting to me to know like, okay, this person says this about angels or this, there's seven tiers of angels and to see like, what do they say? Yeah. And that's been the, the main thrust of my interest in this in doing workshops and readings for people. Like what, what do they say? How can we get out of the way and report what they say? Mm. 
Interesting. Yeah. I mean, and I think that goes with a lot of different things is that Mm -hmm. we get so caught up in the philosophy of things, you know, and Mm -hmm. this author or this person's account or this is the course of action to take. But it's like, what about what is the actual experience that Mm -hmm. you are going through? And in this case, what are you hearing from your connection? Yes. Yeah. How do we get out of the way? Yeah. And how do we, um, you know, one of the questions that frequently comes up is how do you distinguish between ego and spirit, which is ego is conditional and to keep you small uh-huh. and, and spirit is going to encourage and expand. Mm, yeah. And just getting into that familiarity over time and really trusting that time and muscle will help develop this. If we see intuition as a muscle that yeah. strengthens with the use. Absolutely. And that's the space that we can then occupy. And, um, and in this time specifically of recognizing how valuable spiritual work is and how essential it is at this time to have a sense of hope and belief. And the main thing with that seems to be everything in the last several years or since 2016 has been about division. Division, dividing people wrong, making people bad, this and that. And so, the, especially in the pandemic, everything got constricted. Everyone's patterns were interrupted. Um, you know, we, whether we agree with it or not, we were told what to do all the time. Still, that's still happening. Yep. So all these different things are happening. And so in this time of constriction, their message is let's expand. Let's have hope. Let's choose. It's interesting. Before the pandemic, I kept in my automatic writing with angels. They said multiple times, don't assume that you're free. Don't assume your freedom. Meaning that we have to we have to claim our freedom and exert our freedom. And perhaps how do we do that with not being in a fight? Yeah. How do we do that with love and perhaps having great passion and a light touch? So what's it like to advocate for things that we love and not make other people wrong or bad? Yeah. And these are like, this is like where it is. (laughs) Absolutely. That's interesting. You say since 2016, what was going on right then that it started causing the division? And is this something globally or was this just a political climate that was going on in, in the U.S.? Well, there is there is a, a meme that's supposed to be funny, but I don't think it's true. Since David Bowie died in early 2016, like this started this wave of a lot of people, mass communicators dying, Bowie, Prince, Glenn Fry from the Eagles, all these different people started passing. Mm-hmm. And they started this kind of mass exodus of mass communicators. And I think people died, a lot of people died in the last several years and acknowledging that with, with honor. But there's kind of two categories, which is folks who transitioned because um, three, three actually, it was their time, but two, folks where the world was too much. It was yeah. too intense for people. And then folks who um, got out of the body to be guides. So there's a lot of help for us. The most recent example of this, uh, in terms of the work I do, I work with angels and guides, but also open to you know, who shows up in, in doing a major prayer, thank you, Mother, Father, God, thank you, Archangels and Ascended Masters. In recent times, when Joan Didion passed, okay. but you wouldn't assume as a spiritual person, she came forward in a group but of lots of different groups. Um, but she was like, oh my God, what are you, this is great. <laughs> you guys are listening, you know, and just with great curiosity and great passion. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to see like when we open the door, who actually shows up, who could help? 
you know, David Bowie's a good guide, and, and um, so is Prince and, and such, Maya Angelou. And just seeing folks who are, once again, mass communicators, but also have wisdom to share and hope to share at a time, and this could be our family members too, at a time where there is that constriction happening. There's also, um, and this, I think we're learning this as humanity, all these threats, be they overt threats and veiled threats that really just do not serve us whatsoever. And just noticing what's it like to drop out of all threats and to consider yeah. them folly. So a lot of stuff. Yeah, because we're, this. you know, where, where your mind is and where you think about, you know, that you start to live in that vibration and then that vibration expands and it expands and expands. I mean, a good example of this is just start your day on a bad note, right? Yep. Stub your toe. You know, there's mm -hmm. that saying that has been around forever. You woke up on the wrong side of bed, go back to bed and wake up again. Right. You know, like mm -hmm. yeah. why would somebody say you, you know, and that it stood the test of time. If you woke up, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? Right. It's, it's that saying of you started your day bad and then it mm -hmm. turned into this snowball effect because yeah. that energy multiplied. Yeah. And that's the same when it's positive. Like when you're in a good space and you allow that good to expand, it's like people will say, this was the best day ever. I did this and then I did this and then I got a free ice cream and then this happened and then this happened and you know, whatever, right? right. You know? Where's the free ice cream? I, yeah. <laughs> I think they have a free ice cream down the street tomorrow. At Menchie's? Yeah, good. We'll go. It'll be fun. Yeah. It's like something like their fall anniversary. Anyways, besides yes. the point. Yes. <laughs> uh, so during this time, okay, yeah. uh, you then, okay, so if we backtrack a little bit, mm -hmm. so uh, you had, your sister was involved with angels, mm -hmm. was lineage of angels, and yeah. so you had this experience in your in your apartment with this, this roommate that left this mm -hmm. vibrational energy mm -hmm. or entity or whatever it was behind, you worked on clearing it, you noticed the radical shift in it, and that opened up your curiosity, I need to study this, and yeah. like through that, and I hope that people are listening that you use that at like a muscle because the more that you do something, the more aware you become at anything, right? Yeah. Anything, you know, if, if, if you play a certain sport and you continue to play that sport, you can watch others play. You can notice their errors. You can notice that you can notice the tweaks in the movements of your muscle group that cause different things. If you're a cook, you can notice the different flavors. You notice the different critiques that you could make of different restaurants, whatever you do, the more you do something, the more aware you become of it. Right. Yeah. I think that's important to know because people oftentimes feel like they don't have that ability. Yes. Right? Yes. And you do, you know? <laughs> you do. Yeah. And let's talk about that. Okay. Let's yeah. talk about that. Were you going to finish your thought? No, no, no. That's okay. kind of it. Which is, um, we're in this shift spiritually. As, as spirituality evolves with humanity, the era we're in right now, so the previous era was the guru era, like someone knows more than you do, mm -hmm. and, and the good is outside of you. Mm -hmm. The era we're in now is we're all empowered. We all have grace. We all have divine communication. And so it's matching that with facilitators, teachers, and intuitives and healers, which is the old paradigm being like, I have a gift, come to me, mm -hmm. which I understand. Yeah. But in the new paradigm, it's let's work. Let's do this together. Let's yeah. evolve together. You know, and it's seeing where where we could interrupt 
this idea, the myths around intuition, which is only some people could do it, it's dangerous, it's this, it's that, then release all the myths and let it become an experience. I do think with working with angels and guides and including loved ones, that our goal is to shift it from a concept to an experience. And that, I think, very simply just takes time. But you mentioned the waking up thing of stepping your toe in, in that. What if we started the day with any kind of intention or prayer? Thank you, angels, for being with me. Thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for all my interactions being positive. Anything you want me to know? And just getting into a space where there's even some intention. So we feel that, and we're noticing this with, um, you know, part of the pandemic mentioned before has been all of our patterns shifted and our sense of prioritization shifted pretty radically. Oh, radically. Radically. And so that's been jarring for everyone. And then also this scary thing and a lot of people transitioning, a lot of people not being well and such. But so in that is this space of where does intention help? Where does having a high vibration help? And where can the angels, they're buzzing here, so we're going to pay attention. Um, hang on just a second. That we're all included. That we're all included in the grace and love and unconditional love of the angels. That it's everyone and that we all matter. And we all matter enormously. And that our happiness matters. So what can we do then to align ourselves with that? Yeah. and to not feel excluded. And that might get into um, healing these these core wounds that we have, un unworthiness, undeserving, abandonment, all these different things. Now, do you think that some of the unhealed wounds are really what we're seeing come to the surface as far as the divide and mm -hmm. anger and hate and, you know, projection that is happening? I do. And I think that that's very well put, um, that all the traumas on the surface. And if we said this in a nutshell, America's growing up right now. And part of it's growing up kicking and screaming. Like because, a toddler. Like a toddler. Or, yeah. Like Terrible twos. <laughs> or an angry, angry adolescent. But it is, um, you know, America doesn't like um, wisdom. You know, and we're a very, very adolescent country. And so what's it like? to be a conscious adult, which is a choice, especially for men, it's, it's a choice to become a conscious adult. You don't have to grow up in America as a man. Um, and just seeing, there's, there's so many different things to talk about with this, but at the core, at the archetypal core, we are witnessing the shift of the old masculine energy, which is shut up, I know more than you into the new divine masculine, which is a confidence that's inclusive and encouraging, which is, I, I'm here, I'm gonna hold space and you're all welcome. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, we're witnessing, and people think they're heroes, some of them, of like these billionaires are just hoard, 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 hoard. How is that cool? Yeah. How is that okay? That's yeah. like, a, like, like a 16 year old boy, like mine, 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 my spaceship, you know? as opposed to sharing and generosity. Yeah. You know, and just seeing what what values are present in a conscious adult, which is an awareness of community, an awareness of of how other people are doing. And so it's, it's so yeah. it's kinda like in in essence the 
that golden rule of like change yourself in order to change the world, right? Yeah. yeah. And so th- this this we can look outside of ourselves and see all of this different type of energy or conflict or division or whatnot going on, mm-hmm. uh, and be also taken away by the sadness or the pain or the news or whatever it happens to be, right? These yeah. distractions outside of us that, you know, that's going on and that transition is happening for a growth plane is kind of what you're saying. So yeah. like whatever is going on is happening in order to facilitate growth or growing up, you know, yeah. it's not just in America. All these other countries are in the same kind of, uh, kind of climate and stewing in a lot, you know, mm-hmm. or at least a large portion of them are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially in the Western uh, mm-hmm. world. Yeah. And, and then, so that's happening, having trust, having faith in that, but saying, okay, where do I take my own ownership? Mm-hmm. Is that one of the biggest messages that are, is coming through? Like, mm-hmm. and how do I become what I could see as a, mature adult or what qualities or characteristics can I, I harness or do? Yeah. The, the main message has been one of to have hope, to recognize that our ind- we matter, that our individual happiness matters. And then when we're happy, that that radiates out. And it also to be expansive, to be big, mm. you know, to, to not constrict in a time of constriction. You know, to say no, to have some positive defiance toward this message of like, you know, you should hate this person. Here's the five reasons you should hate this person. What if we don't? What if we saw past that idea, past that advocacy, recognizing who's trying to scare you, who's trying to anger you, and perhaps saying no to all that, and very simply recognize this is a shared experience that we're in, and it's intense for everyone, and everyone has changed. The folks who tried to not change got hammered. Yeah. Hammered. And um, so everyone is changing and everyone's, once again, priorities have shifted and seeing where where we get to meet each other in a space of grace and spirituality. And perhaps we don't get hung up on the differences. Yeah. There's something the angels have downloaded in recent times, which is in fear we are ordinary or in fear we are ordinary in love we are unique and what's it like for us to align with love and to be unique yeah and to see that you know because when you have that perspective of coming from that love or from that uniqueness you value the differences right yeah that's a that's a point Mm -hmm. of okay I'm like this and you're like this, or you see the world this way and I see it this way. Isn't that cool? Maybe mm-hmm. I can shift into your model of the world for a minute and you can shift into mine and then together we create a third or a fourth or a fifth and yeah. that expands, right? Yeah. Yes. You know, exactly. So that's exactly kind of what you're saying. It's that mm-hmm. expansion of energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't want every single meal to taste exactly the same. Do you? I don't want to go on the same vacation every single time. Mm-hmm. I want I I admire the diversity in experience, mm-hmm. and if somebody could sit here and listen and admire the diversity of experience or flavor, why would mm-hmm. you not admire the diversity of humanity? Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. kind of just one step bigger of looking at the same coin. That's super well said. Yeah. 
I do think it's, it's worth acknowledging um, how traumatic the last few years have been for people and what's that done. And I think it, it, in this, it's worth acknowledging the question, which is, well, where the hell were God and the angels when this all this stuff was happening? And to just have a different perspective, which is, they're here to support us and they love us unconditionally. It's not so much their thing to intervene. They will occasionally, but we look at a, a elementary school shooting, where were the angels? Maybe this is a human lesson, yeah. you know, which is hard. All these different violations of social contracts. When a kid calls 911, someone should help, help them. Yeah. And just seeing, it's, it, I think it's worth bringing up of understanding what context there is for that which is we are growing up and we get presented with things that are completely unwanted. Essentially with the view of like, are you guys done with this yet? Are you, are you done with the guns yet? Are you done with harming each other yet? Yeah. Are you done with prioritizing greed and consolidation of power over generosity, humanity, and love? Mm -hmm. And just seeing it from that perspective, which could be a bit hard, but also it gets into a space of recognizing that there is order. Yeah. And in a time that seems highly chaotic, that there is order. It's a, you know, I know that that's a hard pill for a lot it's of people. It's a hard pill. pill to, I think it's yeah. worth acknowledging, though. Yeah. 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 Kind of like the basis of, mm -hmm. like, Taoism or Buddhism, you know, is like, hey, there is order. There is, you know, a reason for it and mm -hmm. then a higher order for it. Yeah. Right? But, you know, people get caught up in the details and they say, but why? Yeah. Right? And then how? Or yes. This this didn't deserve and right. deserving not deserving the why the how the all of that if you if you're looking at it from this perspective remember when I said in the beginning everybody just open your visual and and mind just a little bit and then you know you can take it back down you can just or you can open it and let it stay open whatever it is but if you are looking at it from that perspective in that you know it's it's a growth opportunity yeah right. Yeah. But then if you are looking at it also from the higher levels of reincarnation or angels or other, mm -hmm. you know, life beyond this incarnation or meat suit, yes. you know, mm -hmm. energy isn't created nor destroyed. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's another thing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You enjoying this so far? Did you forget to subscribe? Make sure to do so. It takes two seconds. Just press that little button. Red one, you know the one. Just press it, little like. All right, enjoy the rest of this content. And pill, for, hard, pill. hard pill for people to swallow. But if you just try on, it's kind of like you know, and you 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 were giving this uh, like information of like this perspective of almost like them being up there and being like, art. Have you learned this lesson yet? Have this, you know, mm -hmm. almost like this happened in mm -hmm. order to have a have a learning and a lesson. Mm -hmm. Well, take it in your personal life. Has has anybody that avoided the little like knocking that turns into a push, that turns into a bulldoze, that turns into you know? And it's like sometimes if if we feel that something's not for us, you know, we have that. A little incident will happen, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You know, and then if we don't fix that or deal with it or address it then it becomes like a bigger yeah and then it becomes a bigger mm -hmm. and then it becomes a bigger mm -hmm. and you know like 
it doesn't stop until we learn the lesson or we make that adjustment. Yes. It just gets louder and bigger and more disruptive for our life. And that happens mm-hmm. with people's health all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. People will start feeling lethargic or bad or not good, and then they... And maybe they have a, a, a condition that starts to happen and then they don't address it. They don't make changes. Mm-hmm. And then that condition turns into a bigger condition and then it turns into something else. And then suddenly they're on life support. Yes. Right. You know, and I don't mean to be bleak, bleak on that, but I it's it's there's this knocking that occurs and then. How much does a knocking have to occur? And if you subscribe to the model that Earth and this experience is kind of like an education for the soul development, right? And some people might subscribe to that. Some people might not. I personally do. I feel like we're learning lessons and evolving in this experience. Mm -hmm. Well, oftentimes, and I hate to say it like that, we oftentimes learn more from the suffering than we do from the good. We learn from suffering or insight, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's well said. I think this comes to a teaching of Ram Das, which is um, around, you know, he, he would work with people who were dying and also would counsel people who were experiencing grief mm-hmm. and such, which is looking at the perspective, and this I think is helpful in the pandemic, of on, on a soul level, that choice to be done. Yeah. And that we honor that choice, no matter what the circumstances, and recognizing that there was a choice made on that level, not a conscious level, not a human level. And that just provides grace and some peace. Mm-hmm. And maybe that lands after a month or a year or 10 years, but it lands at some point like, oh, that's why that happened. Yeah. Sometimes it takes yeah. decades or even lifetimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people look back and some of the different you know, ways of which societies have been built and the rise and falls of civilization Mm -hmm. and the mass destruction or Mm -hmm. the shifts and the change or the fights over even like the silk trade road and the different things in it. You can Mm -hmm. say, okay, well, all of these people and this conflict happened and these people Mm -hmm. died or these murders happened or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then you can look back and you can say, oh, well, that led to this, that led to that, that led to this, this, Mm -hmm. and that led to this you know, revelation or this inspiration mm-hmm. or this movement or these laws or these regulations to shift things in the future, yeah. right? Yeah. And we can see it, but oftentimes yes. only when we separate enough from it. Excellent point. But if we look at this from the perspective where humanity keeps getting better and better and better and better, mm. and that we're part of this, that perhaps we're already in a golden age of intuition, And perhaps all the things that have happened can steer us in that direction, where, not out of a superficiality, but out of depth, that we get to engage with all of ourselves. That's the great thing about spirituality, that we engage with every single aspect of ourselves, which feels good. Yeah. And this is the thing in in, in the work of, like, I could notice being on Zoom or in person, of like when we're working, everyone has the same look on their face, which is a relaxed power and confidence of who we are. Because the person, the part of us who shows up to a spiritual event is our conscious adult self, knowing that there's more, knowing that there's something else to access and that we're not doing it by ourselves. Almost like this opening and this is open and we're like, ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. I do think it's just worth acknowledging, which is why I brought this up, of like how hard this period has been. But also, what do they say? Of really getting into a space of expansiveness to really acknowledge what do we actually want to have happen, not the circumstances, but what do we want to have happen? Mm -hmm. So how about we advocate for a peaceful world of generosity and love? Yeah. And hold that vision and that collective consciousness and mm -hmm. that, you know, I mean, I think everybody has had some experience of that they've willed or intended or used their their in, uh, imagination to create a circumstance in their life, mm -hmm. right? I don't yeah. think that there's anybody alive that hasn't had at least one of those experiences where they realize the power of their own intention yeah. to create something. And mm -hmm. oftentimes that happens when you're a child. I mean, you can have a strong intention that you want to go to this concert and your parents say no and you sneak out the window and you find yourself at the concert, right? But there's a way or a that or you convince them or something happens where mm -hmm. suddenly you have what you were seeking, right? Yes. yes. And, and it's just, it's about, I would say, even adding that curiosity for I'm curious what this world would feel like because the greater the curiosity, mm -hmm. the, sometimes the greater the desire, mm -hmm. right? Yes. You, know, you tell somebody not to look underneath that cabinet, and it's like, mm -hmm. don't, whatever you do, don't look over there. And right. suddenly, like that curiosity, what do you mean not don't look over there? Don't mm -hmm. look over there. Oh, I have something to tell you, but it's a secret. So it's going to have to wait until later. What do you do? You freak out. You're like, but you got to tell me. You got to tell me. I, like, I need to know because you told me that, you know, it's a secret, you yeah. know? And yeah. so it triggered a curiosity. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I think that there's, there's a power in that, you know, in that visualization and that manifestation of even like adding a layer of curiosity to it to say, okay, what if the world was generous and kind? What if it was harmonious? What if? Yeah. yeah. What if? What if all of our needs were met? What if we mattered to everyone? Rather than these people matter, these people have this and everyone else is struggling. What if we moved out of surviving into thriving together? Yeah. You know? And that's the evolution. It is. Yeah. And that's the healing of trauma. And I think with trauma, I've been reading The Body Keeps the Score. Okay. We've just been just a revelation of what trauma looks like. I knew a lot of it. Um, I've experienced all these different things. But just seeing it elegantly presented and just seeing how much trauma is present in most people and how we can really lovingly help that, that we have more means, more techniques to heal trauma than ever before. And so why is that in an era when all the trauma is on the surface, that this is a mass healing that's happening right now? And I do think, and this has been a message from the angels repeatedly at the pandemic, that we're leading by doing spiritual work that we are creating the world that everyone else won't have it. And why is because everyone's distracted. Everyone is so distracted and it's understandable that people are distracted. But just that, that we're having intention, vision of a generous, kind um, and loving world. Yeah, well I mean, and distracted energy is not powerful energy. Right. Have you ever been even distracted with 15 things going on? Are you really paying attention to any of them? Mm -hmm. So are, is any of them really mm -hmm. getting done, right? Yeah. You know, if you're juggling yeah. 10 balls in there and you, oh, you got to do this and you got to respond to the CMO and do this and this. And yeah. Are you doing any of it? Mm -hmm. You know, you might be kind of doing it mm -hmm. and it might be making a push. And so that's not to indicate that things aren't happening. But if you really focus your energy and say, I'm going to just do this and I'm going to turn off distractions, mm -hmm. you're probably a lot more productive at it. Yeah. 
and a lot more powerful. And yes. that's, you know, that's the power of intention mm -hmm. on that. Why people that are intending something, you know, to be created, we have a little bit more vibration behind it. Yeah. I do think this is why the artists that we know and love are the artists that we know and love because we witnessed that in them, that they created something. Mm -hmm. They had the intention, they created space and took the action. Yeah. This. Yeah. Would you mind if we talked about anxiety? Absolutely, yeah. Um, which is so prevalent. And um, I do think it's worth, um, I'm part of the autism community because of a nephew, and I learned a lot about the, the um, EMFs and okay. wireless radiation. I do think the phones are fantastic technology. All these things are great. They're so not good for our bodies and for our psyches. I do think what if the core, if we see if half the anxiety is created by technology, and why that would be is most people um, sleep next to their phones or have some kind of digital system in their rooms, like an Alexa and such. So what that is doing is they're both so a cell phone is constantly connecting with the cell with the cell tower, yeah. And the Alexa system is constantly blasting out like 30 feet of um, wireless radiation, which is chaotic energy. Our brains are registering that activity as light, so we're not going to sleep deeply. Mm -hmm. There's no chance. And the sound of Wi-Fi is, you know, 10 pulses a second, and such. So the thing, I've learned this from two main sources. One, there's a book called Digital Minimalism by a Georgetown professor named Cal Newport. And there's a great radio interview um, with him, Half Hour, where he distills that um, our brains and bodies are working out of balance. The main thing that is happening, creating anxiety, and it's easier to see in teenagers, is the absence of long brain waves. So everything now is a short staccato brainwave. So the long brainwaves come from reading, from being quote unquote bored, letting your brain process things, also having a long conversation, yeah. you know, walking in nature, doing things that have a sustained focus to them Absolutely. for a long time. That's almost entirely disappeared. Oh no, it doesn't really, I mean, some people you see them out maybe hiking or doing right. things, but oftentimes they're <laughs> on their phone. On their and phone. it's understandable. I understand what is present with the phone, that it's our social connection Point. It, it's a vital object now, but it's just introducing this idea of what if that got left behind? Maybe it's not the first thing we look at. Strongly advocating that we protect our sleep environment like it was in nature, so no, nothing electronic. Yeah. And uh, with the Alexa systems, this it, them, those digital assistants, and also cordless phones, which are less prevalent now, but the base station, they're both just blasting out constant wireless radiation. Yeah. And so, um, and that's pretty intense, it's like a cell tower. No, the and, and, they, and they say, like, if you look at the, the warnings on uh, on phones and things like that, that yeah. if you actually read those, those like, terms of use and the, that, like, those documents that you sign away yeah. at that nobody reads, but right. there's, um, I don't know if it's supposed to be, like, page five or ten or whatever, but for, like, an iPhone, that the the chance of brain cancer yeah. is elevated due to the use of holding your phone to your head. Yes. I think they've gotten away with, you know, using those studies. They've kind of just, they didn't, you know, scare everybody in society with that. But instead they, they said, okay, iPods or, or, the, Which are wireless, you know, yeah. but mm -hmm. where it's a little less than the, this, this device going, you know, yeah. but I actually get mm -hmm. like, 
an intense, like if I, if I have to, if like, let's say, I don't know, I'm in an environment where it's not appropriate. And like, I try to use my speaker on my phone as much as possible, but yeah. like, maybe I don't want somebody to hear my conversation. I'm in a public sure. place or something. Sure. And I put it up to my ear, even if it's for five minutes, I feel like I can it feel really the difference. Yeah. And I, and I've noticed the difference of, um, unplugging the Wi-Fi sometimes at night and the ability to just huh. Like I'm like my body feels like it just went from like this to you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's um this is a fascinating sense of contrast of when we give our bodies a break yeah. from the technology and it's easiest to notice in nature even a park. Oh and yeah, such. even just for a little bit, even if people yeah. are on the phones and stuff like that, there's a little less concentration yeah. of it, so you notice it. But if you take a trip, I don't know, maybe to a forest or something like that, even if you have your wire wireless device of a cell phone with you, but you're not in, bombarded with the, everything from the city or yeah. so much, or it's not such a high concentration mm-hmm. of it, you don't feel it as much, and you can feel like you can relax better, sleep better, whatnot. Absolutely. I do think there's another aspect to all this with our technology, which is there's an idea that um, we're available we're supposed to be available all the time mm-hmm. there, there's just there's just no way that's sustainable yeah and that it's okay for us to have individualization and have autonomy and to not be married to that I understand for teenagers uh, I have a six-year-old nephew I'm close to and just seeing his relationship with technology where everything is you know yeah. it's just right there and it, understanding the dopamine hit that happens with that all, yeah. all, all that contact, totally understanding that. But just seeing a space where we do add things in, like the long brain waves. But it, yeah. it, it adds this level of when you when you say this this trauma and, and mental illness and anxiety and stuff like that, it's adding in like the, the pressure, right? Yes. Because there there is a, a an expectation that if somebody yeah. texts you, mm-hmm. you're supposed to get back to them right away, yeah. and that it has to happen within this period of time. An email maybe is a little bit longer of a time, but it's still supposed to be right away. Right. It's immediate. There's an expectation in society, so then that puts an expectation on you, which causes an an, an ability to be in to not be present, which causes an inability to really build meaningful relationships and connections, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like this snowball effect mm-hmm. that happens, yeah. and it's like, you know, and I'm sure you've witnessed it. I've witnessed it before. You don't get back to somebody for a day or two on a text message, and they think, like, you died. And I'm like, no, oh, it's busy. Yeah. You know, that should yeah. be normal. That should be okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, all this, these different levels of expectation but if we just do um, get into a space where we just operate out of a graciousness for ourselves and take care of ourselves, yeah. you know, and allow ourselves to drop out of all the externals for a bit and, and nurture ourselves and befriend ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not so it's interrupting this idea that our good is outside of it, outside of ourselves and nurturing the truth that good is right here. Love it. And that could be our work. And that's one of the main angel messages is you, we are loved exactly as we are. And this advocacy to take care of ourselves and let them be part of them. Let they're here to support us with mm-hmm. tremendous unconditional love. So you help people hear messages of angels, but also mm-hmm. be able to hear the messages themselves. Absolutely. It's, it's um, working that like a muscle. And um, yeah, that, that's the whole goal is to um, that we're all tuned in. And we're yeah. all using, we're hardwired for it. 
you know. And, and you're going to be doing a workshop with us, but I mean, hopefully mm -hmm. we have you again in the future because mm -hmm. I know by the sure time thing. this comes out, mm -hmm. um, you know, hosting workshops, helping people to connect, helping mm -hmm. people to build that muscle, yeah. and also sharing insight and wisdom and knowledge from the messages, you know, mm -hmm. it can be very general and very specific to that individual, yeah, right? For sure. And where can people find you, Mark? Where people can find me, I'm most active on Instagram and YouTube. On Instagram, I'm there doing posting stuff most days. Um, I have, in, in the pandemic, before the pandemic, I got two pieces of guidance. One was held the words health spaces and Zoom. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I used Zoom in the past and didn't like it, but that they've changed the platform. So it's I mean, the winners of the pandemic. But um, so with that, when the pandemic started, I started having free health spaces on Zoom, mm -hmm. which still continue on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Um, but there's a whole collection of recordings that are free on YouTube from those those different sessions. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, and so, there's, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. so I mean, if, if you're yeah. interested in some of the guidance on, mm -hmm. on a global and societal level that has already been channeled and deciphered down to Mark, check out his YouTube. What is your YouTube called? Mark Bezadorian. All right, yes. perfect, easy, <laughs> easy, yeah. easy. It's me in a blue shirt without <laughs> the beard, yeah. But there's playlists there. There's a start here, like, you know, let's just do some clearing and talk about angels and such. There's also a playlist for empaths. Okay. Which I think is super important. The empath truth being, if we're sensitive to energy, it means we can influence energy. And we're so used to this. What if it's that? Yeah. You know, and thank you, Archangel Michael, for surrounding me with 1,000 feet of unconditional love, mm -hmm. which would include this whole store, Casa Vega, you know, all that stuff. And so just there's a playlist for that building relationship with the angels and also um, a support for wellness and healing. I love that. Yeah. It's so needed. Support is needed now needed. more than ever. Yeah. And all yep. those things are free. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mark. Sure. Is there anything else that you want to share before we wrap up today? Um, that everyone matters and that our happiness matters and that our well-being matters. And there's a tremendous amount of help for us. And just in recognizing how challenging this time has been to really recognize it's happening for a reason. There is a logic to it. And it's okay for us to drop out of the idea that everyone's going to change at once. It's okay for us to just kind of zoom ahead and to occupy a space of graciousness and peace. And to not have an expectation of other people based on role, position, authority, or this or that. Uh, they should be doing things that we lead. And we get to uh, perhaps tell elected officials what, what we would like them to do, all these different things, but also just indeed walking our talk. What is it like to be kind? What's it like to be confident? What's it like to notice someone you disagree with, go, oh, that's interesting, as opposed to going like, I hate them, yeah. you know, and just get into a space of grace. But also in doing this, it's being kind to ourselves and our nervous systems. Our nervous systems are just maxed. Yeah, they're shot. And we see that. Yeah, they're shot. Way too much information coming in. Our brains are not. Also, with long brainwaves, this the idea of being bored, which is and it's not the word, best wording, but letting our brains have nothing to do, so it's sort like it's, our brains mm -hmm. can sort things out. That's gone off the table. Yeah, that's so, just like that peace that where we peace. can recharge, where yeah. we can take in, where we yeah. can actually go through and mm -hmm. decipher, mm -hmm. and actually maybe integrate our experiences, right? Yes. Yeah. There's no integration <laughs> happening. There's just, on yeah, to the next thing. Boop, 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 
stimulation, stimulation, stimulation. You know? Yeah. So it's... The and, and then not to mention, mm-hmm. that's the stimulation from the outside. We're yeah. also overstimulating from the inside. Yeah. Last stat that this was years ago, um, but 87% of the American population was physically addicted to caffeine. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, how much, and then it has that grown, and then the sugar mm-hmm. addiction, which sugar is one molecule different than heroin on a, mm-hmm. on a, you know, on a chemical level. And so that's that's hitting the same uh, receptors, and mm-hmm. you go to any places, and they're loading things in. I mean, you go to Starbucks now, and you get a nice coffee, and they put sugar in it. Why were you? I didn't. If you get, if I got a hot coffee, you wouldn't put sugar in it. But the iced coffee, it comes automatically with sugar in it, and so yes. it's like this sugaration yeah. and you know, caffeination that's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Not to mention any of the other substances that are whoop, on the on the increase. But yes. so we have all of that going on on the inside. Yeah. And then you have this on the outside. Then you have mm-hmm. all the pollutants that you're mm-hmm. tapping into mm-hmm. that are chemicals that mm-hmm. are being spread or eaten, you know. I don't know, the pesticides have gotten out of control and the different sprays on it. So you're so you're you're having a vegetable, not only is the nutrition from the soil completely depleted, so you're getting like a hundredth of the vitamins, but you're eating all these chemicals that are going in, you know, or heavy metals. So it's time that you have to be consciously aware Mm-hmm. of you and say that even within that you can swim and navigate it yes. it doesn't have to be paralyzing it's right. just know it so that you can do something about it one thing at a time yeah and we move forward and we're doing it together yeah yeah I love it good thank you Mark you're welcome it's a really pleasure to talk with you and I appreciate your insights and the holding space and asking great questions. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that we'll have you on again. If anybody is having some questions that Mm -hmm. you would want Mark to answer, Mm -hmm. uh, his connection with the angels that is super strong and you would want that information for what they say, you know, maybe leave it below and we can have him back soon Mm -hmm. to uh, ask some of those questions and get that insight that you're seeking because this is about the collective, not just about what questions came to mind. So thank you for joining. Uh, Please like, comment, and subscribe below. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, you know, give it some love because you see our numbers. They're not high on YouTube. I know audio is a lot more popular um, because we started a lot longer ago. So if you're listening to this on on iTunes or Spotify or one of those platforms, go and check out our YouTube. We've also cut this up into short segments. So you can either share uh, one of the juiciest segments on your social media that you felt was really empowering or you can just watch us in person and hear the information again thank you so much and until next time thanks for joining us if you enjoyed this conversation please like it subscribe and share it with your friends if you want to hear more about what we have going on and happening online or in in the neighborhood check out liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list Uh, Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Liberate Yourself. It's you are self, U-R-S-E-L-F. Until next time, be powerful, be magical, and be free.